Hello, traders and friends. Welcome to the Are You Green podcast. Today is Thursday, October 29th. I'm really excited to dive into earnings season, the GDP, what's happening with the tech stocks as those are always my favorite, top movers for the day, and then my personal trades, which have been really surprising today. I was kind of expecting a slow day and uh, it's been the opposite. Um, So diving right in, the SPY today opened at 326.91. And it's now closing around 331.50. So the question, are you green to the SPY? Yes, it is green, barely 1.5%. The XLK technology sector opened at 11194, 111, um, almost 112. That's pretty low in general. Uh, for that um, for that sector, they had a big blow this week, but really came to the rescue today with um, growing, you know, consistently, and now closing almost over two point five percent at one fourteen thirty six. So that's a huge gain for the tech sector. That's why I love trading those stocks so much. There's a lot of volatility, which means opportunities for profit. And now the question everyone wants to know, are you green on my personal account? And yes, I am green today. Really excited about that one, Um, considering what is happening with the market, the election, coronavirus, I will take it. My account is up 2.5%. I had a lot of great sells today. um, And, you know, I also had a buy today. So we'll talk about that uh, towards the end of the show. Coming up is going to be the hottest news topic, the GDP, and why you need to really look at these numbers and not just the headlines. We will, of course, also talk about earnings and movers and my personal accounts. Stay tuned. So today, the hottest news topic has been the GDP. And um, it's just something that reminds me when you look at the news, you hear these headlines, you hear these numbers, you really need to take a step forward and peel back the layer. Initially, when I saw the report this morning, I just read the headline and it said quarter three GDP jumps up 33.1%. So in my mind, I was like, oh my goodness, the economy is doing great. Um, After that, honestly, I just hopped on to my trading platforms. I was like charting like crazy, looking at the earnings, pre-market, gappers, uh, all sorts of things relating to the trades. And we'll definitely get into that uh, in a minute. But um, just going back to that news item, you know, after I was done trading for the morning, because really the charts are my focus, that's how you can really be a consistent trader is, is trading the charts, the numbers, your strategy, not really, you know, thinking emotionally. But I do think that the news is so important to follow. Um, it also, you know, can warn you about things, explain some movements. So after I traded in the morning, I dove a little bit into that news and 
I just couldn't believe it because, you know, initially I was like, oh, wow, Q3 has made such a big jump. And that number is correct. However, what they don't tell you um, right off the bat is in comparison to what happened in quarter two, like right before this. So right before this, obviously, coronavirus was, um, you know, the, the main topic and, you know, people were shutting down. Business was really bad. Unemployment really terrible. And the GDP actually went down 31.4%. So when they talk about this, you know, big GDP growth of 33%, just keep in mind that it's really only 2% because the economy fell so much in the second quarter. That being said, you know, it's been um, debated on the news shows as to what the economy is really doing because people obviously are suffering during this time. People are struggling on rent, jobs, um, you know, and in general, the unemployment rates are not accurate because so many people have dropped out of the workforce and they're actually not counted in the unemployment numbers. So, um, you know, this is definitely not to say that our economy is recovered by any means. Um, I am glad that I feel like this news did stop the sell-off, which was just totally emotional that was happening this week. So I am glad that uh, this news really did, you know, kind of stop that. And we did see a growth in the SPY today. Um, you know, so obviously that was great. I benefited from a lot of these trades. I just wanted to, you know, peel it back and explain that, you know, just you cannot look at just like one quarter's growth individually you have to look at what came before that quarter um and you know just to note that uh, what you're really seeing and also the impact and the numbers that you're not seeing in what's happening with the economy so you know that's just so that you know when you look at stocks to um, buy based on the news don't just always read the news headline peel back that second layer the other news topic that I want to cover is, of course, the tech bounce. Very exciting today. Earnings have been strong. Twitter rose 8%. Facebook rose. Google rose. Apple rose. I mean, this volatility, it's just why I love trading the tech stocks because, you know, there's just so much um, movement and volume and spread, you know, so a lot of opportunity to profit. Um, the top movers for the day, there were a couple that really caught my eye. Pinterest, I mean, I'm shocked, Tw up 26%. Um, I mean, good for Pinterest. I don't really like understand the value that much but uh, it looks like their using their users are up ad revenue is up so um yeah that stock is doing great if you have been holding pinterest um you know well done <laughs> that's all i have to say about that um the other big move we had up 26 percent was IPHI. You know, there might be news uh, surrounding this. I, I didn't really look. Um, I have just been, you know, looking at the chart 
And I mean, it's it's such a huge jump up and they're hitting all time highs for this past 180 days. What I wanted to say about um, this stock in particular, but also in general with huge percentage gap ups, is that you might think that this is a great opportunity to short, and it might be. Um, you know, so shorting, for those of you that don't know, it's basically when you sell a stock at a uh, at a at that higher price. And are you're basically selling something that you don't have and then reserving the right to buy it back, buy it whenever you'd like. So, you know, you buy it at the lower price and then obviously you profit the difference there. Um, that's honestly the simplest way I can do it. So you're just basically you're shorting a stock when you think it's going to drop as opposed to buying it low at a long when you think it's going to rise. So anyways, shorting um, is, you know, can obviously be a really profitable strategy. It's just that when you see these large gap ups, keep in mind all time highs. So, you know, you want to look at when it's hitting those all-time highs, all-time high for the month, all-time high for the quarter, all-time high for 180 days. Um, so, you know, I uh, PHI has hit a bunch of those levels. And when it hits those all-time highs, data shows that, you know, it could possibly go up higher. Like, you don't know what that ceiling is. So that's why I would re- not recommend, you know, shorting stocks like that. Is you just don't know what the ceiling is. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of my advice on IPHI for those of you that were looking to short it, um, just really make sure you know what you're doing there. Um, the lower, uh, gappers, the ones that have, uh, been a top down movers today, a couple that have been front of my mind were flowers, FLWS. You guys know that I talked about this yesterday. They were going into earnings. I had already placed in, uh, orders this morning to buy this stock. So we'll talk about that in a minute during um, my personal stock review. But anyways, they are down for the day 16%. Um, So definitely a big move there. And then a shocker is OSTK. This shocks me that the stock is down 13% because it actually had a really great um, high levels this morning. And I was holding this stock in a swing trade and I sold it this morning right before the plunge. It was just another one of those moments where I just was like, oh my goodness, like, thank God I, you know, have these levels and they're set. Like, you know, there was a, it was soaring into and above pivots and I had my strategy. I had my plan. I sold it all. Um, And as soon as I wasn't even planning to sell it all, honestly, I was planning on selling about 75% of the shares that I owned, but then I started to see that drop. And again, this is what I was kind of telling you guys, or I've been telling you guys that even though you have a plan, you need to be flexible based on what the market is telling you. So as soon as I saw that drop, knowing that I'm trying to lighten my load before elections, I took it as an opportunity to sell. And boy, am I glad I did because, you know, it is uh, now plunged around the $62 area. Um, So I'd love to dive a little bit more into my personal trades in just a moment.
let's get personal. So this morning I was, you know, had my plan laid out for earnings, but I always check my account first because I'm a swing trader and I saw that OSTK reported really great for earnings and the stock was just climbing. Um, so I did have, you know, levels on OSTK around 80 to sell um, just to, you know, pull in that profit. Um, it wasn't originally my target. I can pull up the chart right now. Um, it looks like, yeah, my target was around 81.80, but I had levels to start to sell at 80 and those got triggered this morning. As soon as I saw those levels go through and past it, I you know, started putting in orders literally as fast as I could. So I put in, I saw it get to 82, I put in orders there. Then I started to see that it was dropping and very rapidly. You know, I had the one minute chart up. Um, you know, it's very important that you look at different intervals of times when charting. I use Thinkorswim to chart. It's such a great software. So I had the one minute chart up since I was trading it right that second. When I'm up, oh, there's the closing bell. Happy trading day guys okay so um i had the one minute chart open when i was actually trading it my favorite time interval is actually the five minute um i like looking at five minute candles usually um but the one minute chart i started to see that it was like dropping you know faster than a minute basically so um I just wanted to, you know, go ahead and take my profits where I could and I put in orders. My average on OSTK was 76.32. That's because I had been swing trading that since October 12th. And this is kind of what I was talking about um, in previous episodes when I explained scaling in. I went in small on OSTK on October 12th. And as the stock, I mean, I think my original entry was like 79.90. And as the stock continued to fall, it, throughout those days to different interest and pivotal levels, I continued to buy. So at this point, my last buy was 1021 and my average was 76.32. So anyways, I go through this crazy moment this morning where I'm just like selling, 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 and um, I'm all out of OSTK. So happy that I was able to react quickly. Um, my average sell, you know, level was 79.93, which gave that trade a 3.61 point gain. Such a great gain for me. As a swing trader, I really shoot for anything above two. Anything above two um, net points really makes it like worthwhile that I held those stocks. So 3.6, really great. Um, and then I couldn't believe it because the stock just continued to drop throughout the day. It ended at 62 and I am just so glad that I don't have that stock anymore. And I am, you know, one ticker lighter on my, um, trading, um, account. So that was great. Netflix. This was an exciting one. Oh, okay. Actually, before Netflix, let's talk about earnings this morning. So I had up all the earnings that, 
you know, I wanted to uh, talk about um, or that I wanted to watch right off the edge of the open. And, um, you know, I was kind of seeing what the gap was and, you know, what was happening, um, you know, on the uh, pre-market movement. And honestly, I didn't see anything that was too exciting. Um, I ended up watching Yum! Y-U-M, but again, because of OSDK and all of that, I ended up actually missing a buy level that I wanted. So, um, yeah, so that stock did go ahead and, you know, drop right off the open. I originally had a buy in at um, 92. And then as soon as I saw that a couple of other people were thinking that, you know, the low would be 92.20, it was at 92.20, I changed my buy to 92.20, which I never do. Um, And I'm glad that I didn't end up taking this stock because I shouldn't be profiting off of chasing. So chasing is basically when, you know, you're running after the stock. I like to play the reverse. So I like the stocks to come to my levels. And once they get there, I buy and then I feel totally in control because I know that that level's great. The stock, the trend reverses and then I sell. Um, So yeah, so, you know, chasing is not a good practice. And honestly, I did it. You know, I put in that order for 92.20. The stock did not get there. 92.22 was the low of the day. Um, So I missed it by two cents. And, you know, this is something that happens all the time with trading, whether it's 10 cents, 2 cents, 30 cents. When you miss it, you miss it and you got to just move on. So I just moved on and uh, I'm glad I didn't even end up going with it because it has low volume and, um, you know, and I I shouldn't be profiting off of chasing. So um, that was yum. I also was watching uh, Dunkin' Donuts, but the, the volume was not there and I just didn't see an opportunity. Um, I thought I would short it, but, you know, I didn't feel it. Um, and then same with TAP. So T-A-P, uh, it, um, my buy level was 33.10 and I wanted it to get there fast. You know, um, I'm always looking for those fast dramatic movements so that it can bounce and then I can profit. Um, so, you know, it, it didn't get there. Instead, you know, the stock went up. Um, and so I just canceled that order. Um, it did end up having a low of the day at 32.54 and it closed at um, 33.38. So that's all to say, you know, if I did take that trade, I probably would have gotten, you know, 30 cents. But as I just mentioned, you know, I'm trying um, a swing trade strategy to get a larger net gain. Um, I did end up buying flowers, FLWS. I first bought at $21.93 and and then as it continued to drop, I bought again at $20.40. I feel really comfortable with these levels. Uh, You know, now um, my average I don't even know. It's probably around the high 20s. And um, and I, again, I just feel really okay with the swinging this level. Um, I feel like, you know, this trade, it might take a month or so, but um, it will come back up. 
and I mean, I'm probably gonna sell it for at like 28 or above. So it's gonna be one of those long-term swings um, that's gonna definitely be worth it in the end. So the last trade of the day is Netflix. This was a big shocker to me. I mean, when my order went through, I was kind of like, oh crap, because you know I trade for a reason. I trade to make money. I mean, I also love it. I'm super passionate about trading. It's it's the one thing where I feel like really comfortable in my own head um, making these trades. But uh, part of the reason why I love trading is the opportunity opportunity to make money. And so of course, you know, there are times where I get a little greedy. So when I saw that that order went through on Netflix, I was immediately like, oh man, because I thought in my head, well, if that order got filled so quickly, cause you know, I had a few orders, then I probably could have sold it for higher. So, um, you know, this is just one of those moments where like as a trader, there's always gonna be new trades and you know, you have to really like not be so greedy and take the profits where you can. So on the Netflix trade, um, I had bought it a, about a couple weeks ago. Um, my average was 494.84. So it went, uh, it, you know, it had a drop. It's, it, it's, you know, had a rough couple of weeks. Um, and I had my first sell level at uh, 501 and then other levels going up. Um, my average for the sale ended up being 504. So overall, it was a nine point. 16% or net gain points gain. So nine points gained. Um, we just talked about OSTK, how I was really happy with a 3.6%, 3.6 point. Oh my goodness, guys. I was so happy about a 3.6 gain. Um, and so, you know, a nine point gain is just incredible. Um, Unfortunately, I mean, Netflix, just so you guys know, it's an expensive stock for me. So it's not like I got to, you know, buy a ton of shares of this and, you know, really profit the way I wish I could. Um, but that's something about having a small account that you have to deal with. A lot of the more expensive stocks are have really great opportunities, but there's risk involved and it also ties up the cash in your account. And is that an opportunity cost for taking other trades? Maybe yes, right? So it's all a balance. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, I'm just happy that I made the good trade, you know, seeing these these net gains, seeing the, the points that I'm making, um, it's just really exciting. And my account is growing slowly and responsibly the way that it should. Um, but yeah, so just so you guys know, I just mentioned, you know, the highest sell level I had uh, was 509 and the um, Netflix stock ended up hitting a high of 513. Um, so really, really exciting uh, little push at the end of the market day for Netflix. Um, it did close back at 503 and overall, I'm really happy with the sell. As I mentioned, I'm trying to, um, you know, uh, lessen my accounts going into the elections. That being said, I, I did buy flowers today, so can't stop, won't stop. 
Um, so that's all for my personal trades. Tomorrow is a huge day for earnings. All everyone can talk about is Amazon. That being said, Amazon is such an expensive stock. So when we come back, I'm going to talk about the other exciting earnings to watch tomorrow and uh, in a few minutes here as the market closes. Okay, traders. So earnings is a crazy time. I just had to hop off so that I could put in orders for ATVI. This is Activision. They just now announced their earnings and I had a level in there of 77.40 as my first like a like really tiny like a dip of my toe into buying the stock. And then um, as soon as I saw that that order went through, I had to put in other buy levels. So I'm really excited. I mean, I bought it for as low as I think it, it totally um, dipped. I bought it for as low as 72.80 and the low so far after market was 72.30. Um, it's now back up to 73.50 and my average is at 74.50. Um, so anyways, I'm really excited about this stock. I think, you know, uh, before we know it, this will be a great swing and it'll be back up to 78, 79, or maybe even higher. I don't even know how long I'm gonna hold this one, but I'm definitely gonna hold this one, um, especially because I know that the video game industry will be doing a lot better um, as we get more and more into winter, Christmas, December. So yeah, exciting and happening live right now, only, you know, I'm sorry it'll make me post this a little bit later, but I'll try to get it out as soon as possible. The other thing um, everyone right now is talking about Amazon earnings. They did just report and they were above the estimated earnings. Um, so, you know, that is uh, definitely um, big news. Amazon reported sales growth of 37 I mean, I think that people were expecting something big. Um, the estimate of their earnings was supposed to be $92.70 billion, and the actual was like ninety-seven. Um, so yeah, really an incredible report uh, for their earnings. Um, Amazon is killing it. Um, unfortunately, it's a little bit of a very expensive stock for me to buy and sell. Um, just so you guys know, it's sitting at $3,174 a share. So yeah, but just really exciting that, um, you know, that stock has seen success and everyone is excited talking about their earnings. Uh, Twitter also beat their earnings, although the stock has gone down after hours, maybe because it had a big push. But I wanted to bring that up because that's why earnings are just so unpredictable and you need to really watch the charts because, you know, Twitter, for example, it had a really great day. It went, you know, it went up like 8%. Their earnings were good. So you would think in your mind, oh, it's going to continue to go up. No, it, it just, it's going down right now after market. So um, it's just one of those things that you have to just remember that earnings don't always correlate to the stocks. And that's why earnings season is so exciting and fun for all of us trading nerds out there. Um, that being said, I got to hop off, but I will tell you um, a couple of other stocks I'm going to be looking at to see how they do overnight. And before the open, our team, Apple, K 
KTOS and Starbucks, S-B-U-X. So maybe we'll talk about those tomorrow. And then there's two stocks that are reporting um, pre-market tomorrow morning that I am going to be watching to see how that activity looks. And it's AbbVie, A-B-B-V and Honeywell, H-O-N. Thank you guys for listening. Please follow wherever you get your podcasts and I'll see you tomorrow for another busy trading day. Trade safely. Bye-bye.